here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shake Them Ropes, episode 55, for our special NXT TakeOver, our evolution post-show, live at shakethemropes.com. For all those joining us live, we thank you. For all those listening on iTunes, Stitcher, or elsewhere later on, we thank you also for joining us. Sorry you couldn't do it live with us. We are going to be taking calls during the half hour, so if you have questions, comments, or anything you want to get off your chest about NXT TakeOver tonight, go to shakethemropes.com. Call number is 260-494-3811 or on Skype at Let's Say Things. That's Let's Say Things, all one word, L-A-T-S-S-A-Y-T-H-I-N-G-S. So uh, we have a lot to get to. Rob McCarron here, joined by Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, hello. How are you tonight? Doing well. What's up, Ratchet Rob McCarron? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I had to play the Sasha Banks music. I had it all queued up. I thought she was going to win tonight. She didn't. This she's was. The, she is the uncrowned people's champ of NXT. I don't care. I don't care. She was, she was the best on this show. This was one hell of a two hours of WWE and NXT TV. And all two hours, by the way, I hope most of you did not make the mistake like I did. <laughs> In preparing for this show, I turned it off as Sami Zayn was being carried around the ring in celebration of his title. But Jeff Hawkins, apparently something happened after that. Yes, you missed Kevin Owens turning on his friend after giving him a congratula- congratulatory handshake and power bombing him on the apron of the ring. Yes, we had uh, Kevin Owens debut tonight. And the heel turn of Kevin Owens right away. I did not see it. I can't believe it. I got the remnants of it. We are already joined by a caller, uh, Warren. Warren, how are you today? Guys, I am feeling pretty good after watching that show. How y'all doing? Pretty good. Your your overall well? thoughts of the uh, two hours of NXT. Uh, biggest match of the night. Uh, is this a show that you would go back and rewatch? What were your overall thoughts? I would definitely go back and rewatch it. I honestly think it will not get any better for the WWE than that. That was the proverbial indie guys do it better kind of match. I well, not really. I cannot give the show any more than ten out of ten. It's just incredible. You didn't turn the show off too early, did you? No, I saw what happened, and that you know. I, the only thing I could put on Twitter was he did it again. <laughs> Kevin Owens debuts. Did, did, Go ahead. Now, did that taint your did that taint your opinion of the show in any way? 
No, not at all. I mean, let's okay. face it. Not, you, you never get a happy ending in professional wrestling. You know, if this was SummerSlam, <laughs> Randy Orton would have cashed in on him. It, it very well could have, that, that was the cash in. It was, I mean, we had the great moment. Sammy finally got his championship. He's still the champion, so let's not all go crazy. It's not the Daniel Bryan situation. He's still the champion, but he's got a challenger. Oh, no. This this guy who's waited forever to get into WWE is finally in there. And on the first night in, he saw his best friend in the business and someone who was called before him win the title. And Kevin Steen knows that he should be in that spot. And he is not waiting for the call anymore. He is going to go after it right away. He's not waiting anymore. That's, I got to believe, what the story is going to be. And the tapings tomorrow, taping the next four weeks of TV, sure are set up to be pretty interesting, Jeff. Oh, yes. Got a question for both of you now. Uh, was this better than NXT Arrival? Yes. I, I mean, it's. And we'll talk about that as we go through these matches here. But to me, uh, from top to bottom, there was not a poor match on this show. Even the Baron Corbin squash, even the Ascension match, there was nothing poor. This was top to bottom, an excellent show. I'd put it up against any WWE pay-per-view of the year. I'd put it up against all the NXT shows. Yes, it is the most fresh in mind, but to me, this was the best NXT show as far as a special of the year. In, in the back of my mind, I'm hoping... In the back of my mind, I'm hoping Triple H is kind of giving a slight middle finger to Vince, saying, you're going to do that to my women's champ? All right, we're going to blow your stupid three-hour raw out the door. But, uh, you know, I think I'm probably reading too much into that, but it was a great show. Loved it. Excellent show. Your, Your final thought, Warren, from tonight's takeover. You know, I think the one thing that people should remember above all and beyond is the fact that Sasha Banks and Charlotte went out and put on probably the best WWE women's match in the last at least seven or eight years. Yeah, I will. And we're going to get through these matches too, but I'm in agreement. I, I This was a big comeback after the week of news uh, with Charlotte's Raw debut to now. This was a heck of a showing from both her and Sasha Banks. Warren, thank you uh, thank you so much for the call and joining us tonight. I'm glad you enjoyed TakeOver. And uh, if anyone else would like to uh, call into our show tonight, 260-494-3811 or on Skype, let's say things on Skype. Uh, you can join in the crazy fun here at uh, shakethemropes.com. Uh, yeah, I, I miss the Kevin Owens turn, but at least we have a program set up. It looks like they're not going to go right back to Adrian Neville and Sami Zayn because, Jeff, Adrian Neville may be on the rise up. That'd be awesome in my book. I'll take that. We have a another call on the line, 320 area code. Ah. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, Brian calling from Minnesota. Brian from Minnesota. How did you enjoy TakeOver tonight? I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. One of the best WWE programs I've seen in quite some time. Were you, uh, I, as far as the matches go, because I think this was a card that had a lot of hype for the top two matches, you know, the, the title match as well as the big Divas or the women's championship match um, right. overall in those two top two matches. I mean, back to back, what were your thoughts on watching those two over the last hour of TV? Because I think a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people out there are talking about this might've been the best hour of WWE TV all year long. Oh yeah. I mean, the women's title match, not only a good women's match, but just a good wrestling match. I mean, in general, and as far as that uh, main event, I mean, that lived up to, all the hype that was being built up. And I just thought it was 
great to finally see Zayn win that title after he's been chasing it for months now on TV. And then with the ending with Owens coming out, and I, well, I went into it thinking that he was going to come out and attack him, and then when he did the hug and, you know, kind of with that whole thing, I thought that was pretty cool. And then as they're walking away, they kind of had me fooled when he just turned around and attacked Zayn. But I think that's definitely a few that, is well worthy of WWE programming and TV. So I'm really excited to see how that plays out. I would, uh, Brian, I'd like to thank you so much for calling and uh, hope you uh, continue to listen on. And I'm glad you enjoyed Thank NXT takeover tonight. All right. Thanks guys. All right, Jeff, we continue. We, uh, we continue on CJ Parker just posted a Twitter of his hand on, uh, on Twitter. His hand was cut open from the palm strike that seemed to have broken or at least bloodied up Kevin Owens's nose. So the nose actually got the better of the exchange with CJ Parker. And we'll start with that because that was our opener tonight. Kevin Owens debuted against CJ Parker. We both predicted that it would be CJ Parker because he's slotted <laughs> into this role now. Uh, what did you think overall about the Kevin Owens debut and presentation? Uh, I really liked it. I think maybe Owens may have given up a little bit too much offense in the match the way they, they set it up. I, I think the only downside is I think they should have given CJ Parker a TV win before this match, because what, what happened was with, with the way they positioned it, putting Baron Corbin on right after Kevin Owens kind of, and what he did to CJ Parker on the last big show kind of diminished it just a little bit, but overall I thought, I thought Owens looked really good here. Um, and, and you know what? The blood just made for a more, uh, interesting uh, visual for me. I was kind of hoping he'd he'd snap a little and they'd they'd call a bit of an audible in the ring and he'd just destroy Parker after that. But uh, overall, I uh, you know a great debut for him and and the crowd really was into him, so uh, I couldn't be happier. If you want to get in the conversation, we are taking calls. Let's say things on Skype as well as two six zero four nine four three eight one one or tweet at us and we'll get your tweets on the show. Uh, yeah, the, the overall presentation. I mean, I like the music. I don't think it'll be his long term music. I think they'll make something else for him, but it was good. Yeah, his presentation coming in. I mean, the crowd is going ape for him. I mean, they're all excited to see this guy. You know, the the name fits. They're chanting fight Owens fight. And he comes out here and fights. I mean, he's beaten up CJ Parker. C.J. Parker is the veteran of NXT, so he does get a little bit of offense in. Uh, I don't think it hurt too much because Kevin Owens fought back as a guy who just wasn't going to take it anymore. Brush C.J. Parker off, hitting hitting power moves as well as his you know bowl into the corner. Uh, he's bloodied, of course. We mentioned that apparently injured C.J. Parker as well. Uh, gets bloodied. The ref is telling him, you know, he's wiping off the blood while Kevin Steen just continues and continues. Gets the big win here. And now with what we know after the main event, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn appear to be on one track again to meet in NXT as Triple H continues to make this the show to get the smarks, if you will, to get the independent wrestling scene audience to buy this WWE network to watch the show to see their guys make it in WWE. I'd, I'd like to thank my friends of similar comedic vein for making the same Kevin Owens wearing a Cassius Ono shirt to the ring. Uh, <laughs> the KO. Um, I thought for a slight moment that he was going to be able to do that package pile driver. Oh, I thought they might give it to him, but they gave him a nice, uh, a nice uh, 
twist on it with the uh, with the uh, backbreaker to the knee. Uh, I, the power bombs an interesting uh, finishing move for him, given the size of some of the guys he's going to probably have to use it on. But yeah, uh, I'm happy guy, with that. It's, it's a nice power move. Oh yeah, big. He's got the big power moves. He's got already an arsenal of moves that'll get him, and and he'll be able to power uh, power bomb same as Zane. That's for sure. He'll be able to. Oh hit yeah, it. he's gonna kill. He'll be able to hit it. Yeah. Uh, we had our tag title match, and in our pickums that we did on Tuesday's show, uh, I got this one wrong. Should not be a surprise to anybody anymore that I get these wrong. Uh, Sin Cara and Kalisto, the champions, going in, taking on the Vaude villains. Uh, Vaude villains have risen ever since they won that battle royal to be the number one contenders. Sin Cara and Kalisto got the win here. Another solid match. I mean, slow going early on, built towards the finish. Um, I think I think it got over to the point where they're probably going to continue with these two. I think this is going to be a match that will be rematched here over the course of NXT TV. But we did have Sin Cara and Kalisto retain the tag team titles. Oh, yeah. And uh, Simon Gotcha started to grow on me. Um, I like me some Simon Gotch. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I, I I still think Vince probably thinks Aiden English is Cesaro. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I wanted to uh, read a tweet I just got. Hold on a second here. Uh, our our boy, uh, yeah, Damian Gonzalez uh, wrote, this was the perfect show to fool a lapsed fan that wrestling's gotten good again. Yeah. I You know, I I agree with that, but NXT has always kind of been that gem in the in the WWE universe. Um, thing. Because has, I mean, I remember I was I was I was I was raving over Arrival like no other, no other, and right. uh, yeah, I mean, this was just a solid show. I mean, this is straight ahead wrestling, and the thing that I really liked, and we'll get into this when we get into the two main events. Um, they didn't overbook them. I thought that that was my big fear going in was that there's going to be interference or chicanery or whatnot. The only, the worst that happened was, was the ref bumps, but that helped the story. It in the absolutely main event. So I have helped. absolutely, I have absolutely no issue with the straight ahead booking. It was straight ahead wrestling. It was a wrestling show. Um, I would, I would have liked the commentary to have been a bit better, but, um, you know, it is what it is. They're not going to put Regal back there. So no, I have I, to live with that. And I think we got a good first start. Uh, we did have Corey Graves on commentary tonight. Um, I think it was a good first start for him. Now, he's been doing full shows on commentary with Michael Cole and others uh, to practice for his eventual debut. Um, so I believe you have that scoop. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Didn't if it, you? Yes. And I'm saying it now, too. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we had that scoop. He's been working on this for a long time. I mean, ever since September. Uh, so he finally debuted as the announcer tonight. I think he showed promise. You know, it depends on what they do with his characterizations in the ring or uh, in commentary. But uh, he certainly showed some promise to me. Um, I don't think it was blowaway commentary, but I thought Rich Brennan was better. And I thought Corey Graves did a fine job for his debut. I think Brennan's great in terms of being able to uh, segue and keep the conversation flowing. Uh, he doesn't over talk. He doesn't, he doesn't try and make himself the show. I, I really like Rich Brennan on play by play. Alex Riley needs to tone it down a bit, it's, but um, it's taken overall, me a bit. I, I thought he, go ahead. It's taken me a bit on Brennan because I thought he was pretty poor leading up to this, making me miss Tom Phillips actually. Uh, but yeah, no, tonight mm-hmm. he was perfectly fine. I mean, they did a good job on commentary for the most part, uh, especially during the main event. I mean, I thought the whole main event presentation 
from referee Sean Bennett, from Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville, to all the announcers. That was about as good as you're going to get for 40 minutes of WWE TV. And, you know, it would be too selfish of us to ask for more because that was amazing. And Graves and, and Riley have better chemistry than, say, Riley and Jason Albert. Oh, absolutely. Or, well, I, Ry- and, or Riley and, and Renee mm-hmm. out there. And that was one of the big takeaways with Graves on commentary is I've seen some tweets, you know, kind of kind of not bashing him per se, but lessening his impact on commentary tonight. But if you were to put him there with Jason Albert and with Renee Young, this guy was the superstar of the three. I mean, he was much yeah. better than those two. And I think he has the better promise going out uh, there to it uh, as well. Um, speaking of no, pro- the, the go ahead. Oh, I would just want I, I, I yeah, no, the Lucha Dragons. Um, no, that was a really good match as well. I, I thought um, it was one of their better flowing matches in terms of in-ring storytelling, I think, that I've seen from them. Oh, absolutely. Yep. And we had uh, we had the Lucha Dragons retain the tag team title. So that was the first of a few title matches tonight. Uh, not a title match. Baron Corbin squashed Ty Dillinger. Uh, we wondered if we would get either Bull or Baron on the show. We got Baron. Bull was in the uh, pre-show. Not on TV, but did wrestle in front of the live crowd, squashing Steve Cutler. And uh, we had Baron Corbin, in less than a minute, beat poor Ty Dillinger, who will never catch a break ever. Well, we had Bull flaring his nostrils while watching. We did have him come out in the crowd and watch. Yes. Yeah, it's time, it's, time to retire, it's time to retire the counting gimmick. Yeah, because he's starting to do longer matches yes. now, so you're not going to... It's yeah. only going to get longer and longer. So maybe I'm hoping tomorrow the crowd realizes that and doesn't really start the counting so much because uh, you're not going to get 20 second squashes every single week until these two face off. Well, the problem is Riley made mention of it on yeah. commentary, so I don't think it's going to die. That that that's that's that should be a concern. Finn Balor and Hideo Itami against the Ascension. Mm -hmm. Finn Balor came into this match saying that he would bring something that the uh, Ascension had never seen before. And as we alluded to, that was going to be the body paint. And it was indeed the body paint. Finn Balor with what I thought was one of the best entrances you will see in WWE NXT. Uh, Before we get into the actual match, what'd you think about the presentation of Finn and Hideo? And then go ahead and give your thoughts on this match right here. Uh, I like that Hideo's going into his old gear. Uh, that was kind of cool. That was a big improvement. Um, the The gear choice tonight was a big improvement from him. Yes. I'm going to be the voice of dissension here in some way. I thought the Finn Balor presentation was a bit much. <laughs> as, as I joked, I don't know if higher ups are going to watch that and go, that's a main event entrance or that's, that's a, that's a piece from the road crew of the lion King, because this is the type of thing you do for a main event feud. And I thought it was a little much for what it came out to be. I mean, it was, it was a fine presentation, a lot of choreography in that, a lot of, you know, hitting your music cues correctly. So I understand now that part of the conference call that Triple H had. But, um, you know, I like the look. I think it's cool. Is he going to do that every week now or just for special occasions? Because now it's going to be expected of him. Um, I, I could see it being I'm not a, hating, a special I'm, occasion thing. Yeah, I can see it definitely being a special occasion. I hope occasion. so. It has to be. It has to be. You can't. This is this is the Rey Mysterio comic book thing. It, it can't be every week him mm-hmm. putting on the grease paint. 
Uh, and that's my thing is this would be something you pull out for a blood feud. It's, 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 it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a look. I just don't know if this was the right time to pull it out. That's my only concern. I think his first big match in WWE was tonight. I think it was the right time to uh, establish that this guy is a star level on that, you know, kind of playing field because, you know, we, we say, we naysay WWE so many times when they don't bring up new talents or don't push them as they should be big deals. And here they are pushing Finn Balor as a big deal. And I'm not going to be the one to say, well, you shouldn't have done that yet. He's not a big deal yet. You know, push these guys as big stars. Everyone on this show came off better for having been on this show. And Finn Balor, I think, was one at the top of that level. That's the Undertaker entrance of NXT entrances. It takes a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like like the visual, though. So, I mean, the visual was classic. It it led into this wonderful tag team match that we had. Let's go into the tag team match. We had Balor and Atomic. Hold on, before. Before anybody jumps down my throat and I'm watching my Twitter feed, I'm not criticizing it. I'm just concerned it might have oh, been too much too it. soon. That, no, I'm not. Criticism. I'm thinking it might have been too much. You, <laughs> hey, it's you not have, criticism of him. You have a supporter at Awful Jack on Twitter says, I agree it was a bit too much. Thank you. Finally. So that, I, all I need is the all I need is the occasional validation. That's all I need. There's so there's somebody validating your point there, but as far as the match goes. <laughs> This was a match where I think it's going to divide a lot of people at the end. You know, I I saw a lot of uh, tweets that it was the regular Ascension match and it was, you know, leave it to the Ascension to bring down the talents of Hideo Itami and Finn Balor. I'm, I'm I saw the, that one. I'm on the opposite level of this. I thought it was an excellent showcase for Finn and Hideo. I think people were jumping down the Ascension's throats too early in the match because it did have that slow start. But this type of match has to have that slow start to... You know, it builds up to the finish where Finn Balor finally gets in there and is able to even the score. And you have Hideo and uh, Hideo and Finn come out on top on this one uh, with their double foot stomps. I thought the crowd pop for Hideo Itami coming out there and teasing the go to sleep was one of oh, the I best things that. on the show. I so I so love that. And I hope they let him use it. I, I think they might. I think it's going to be coming at some point. Um, but I thought everything oh, they did in so. here, I thought the Ascension played their roles perfectly. You know, they were cutting off the small guys. They were keeping them to their half of the ring. And then, you know, Hideo finally gets Finn in there and Finn goes crazy, justifying the entrance. I thought it was a showcase not just for Finn and Hideo, but I thought the Ascension was excellent here as well as they head up to the main roster because they are on the way out. They're not going to be in NXT much longer, if longer at all. Um, I thought this was a, a perfectly fine match, well above average. Finn and Hideo get the win on this one. Um, I I liked it a lot. I, I think people are jumping down the Ascension's throats far too quickly. They have to get the heat on the, the smaller guy so that the underdog comeback is that much more impressive. Um, my only things were Alex Riley miscalling. <laughs> he called that move a reverse brain buster, which it wasn't. And then he, he called something a drop kick, which was basically the running knee, which you're just like, okay, great. But, uh, I, I, I don't, did Hideo get enough offense for your liking in terms of badass offense? Well, I, to me, yes. Okay. Because he was the guy who was going to be taking the heat. 
Finn Balor got uh, the yeah. big crazy entrance. This is the newest guy there. He's going to get the hot tag. You have to have someone take the heat. Now there will be matches. No, I agree. There will be matches if these two team up that will be reversed, where Finn gets in there and Hideo builds the hot tag. There will be matches like that. Uh, but for tonight, I mean, you can't have the small guys beating up the big guys for the entire match. It doesn't play into the story. And no. that's why one of the reasons I really like this is because it had a story to it and it worked. No, I agree. I, I, I realized I had to kind of shift my watching view because it felt like every other Ascension beatdown of Hideo Itami. It's just like, okay, they're going to beat him down again for a while. But then you realize then the hot tag's coming and boom, you wake up as soon as that happens. Um, no, I thought, you know, I thought the Ascension uh, did well for themselves here. And I think they're, they're not going to, they're not going to be a world world's greatest tag team. Let's put it that way. But they're, they're solid hands and they, they'll do fine if they get moved up, I think. Yeah, I, I like the Ascension going up there. We'll see what they can do. The problem is they're going to go up there with guys who also have slow-paced matches, so we'll see. Um, they'll, maybe they'll get yeah. in there with the Usos a lot, and that'll change. Uh, I don't see much longer Hideo and Finn being a tag team because I think they're better suited in singles runs, but right now the top of the card is kind of clogged up with that Kevin Steen and uh, you know uh, Sami Zayn angle that was going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I like this, and all in all, that was the end of the first half of this show. That was the first hour. It was an excellent hour of TV, but at I the agree. same time, pales in comparison to the next hour we're about to talk about because we go into Charlotte and Sasha Banks for the women's title, maybe the best women's match in North America, or at least in the U.S., all year long. At least if you're not counting, say, Shimmer and Shine and whatnot. Um, I'd put this match I up think, against yeah, anything I, I, I'd see there, too. Oh, no. No, I I would as well. I I may I may tick someone off. I thought that was better than the Natalia match. No, I agree. I'm with you on that. I thought it was better too. But and again, this for I, me is yeah. the. I think that I oh, think that's I, actually oh, good. I, I think that's a good thing for us to do because Tuesday on the show we're going to be reviewing that Natalia and Charlotte match. So now it's it'll be an added perception yeah. to that match that we have this one to play off of. For me, this was the match where Sasha Banks went from kind of a clownish heel to a legitimate main event women's heel. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially in the ring. She wasn't, I mean, she was still doing a little bit of the screaming and the gesticulating a bit. But overall, in terms of in-ring story, man, she was good tonight. I know people are going to, I think I, I, my fear is, and I read this a bit on my Twitter feed as well, that they're going to overvalue Charlotte in this, but someone should be giving Sasha Banks major hugs back there. Cause she made Charlotte look brilliant in this and, and her offense. I mean, we got to see some things from Sasha we hadn't seen before. So yeah. Um, we saw some and, things. We saw some and, things in this match from these two women that we wouldn't see in any women's match in WWE, and some things that you see in only the top level men's matches. They booked it almost like a main event NWA WWE match in terms of you know heel stealing the faces moves and 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 kind of the vice versa. Uh, I liked that Becky Lynch didn't get involved. Um, I was kind of expecting her to, and also Bailey. They kind of took them off to the side and let these two go. Uh, the fact that it was a super version of the finishing move that finished the match just made it that much better. Yes. In my opinion, as opposed to say the fluke uh, natural selection, it was a supernatural selection. 
which uh, looks a lot better than the real version too. Yes. Uh, but, not just but, because they're coming from the but, top, but yeah. But it's far more impressive. Sasha's transitions yeah. were phenomenal. I thought tonight. Um, and, and she just played a really strong cocky heel. I thought, I thought she was great in this match. Yeah, I, I think the work from both of them was absolutely amazing. The crowd was super into it, which I figured they would be. I mean, these are their girls, basically, right now down in NXT. The crowd sees them every week, and they're seeing the rise of both of these two. Uh, I think it certainly helps the case for Sasha Banks to be the most improved wrestler of the year winner. Um, it's It was an incredible match. Uh, they got time, and coming off of that Natalia-Charlotte yes. match from Raw, this was the best thing possible. Yeah, and I don't know if I've ever heard a Sasha Banks chant from the NXT crowd. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just going on recollection, but I mean, there were little things in this match that I just, I loved and nobody does anymore. Like the, the multiple pin spot, the multiple failed pin spot by Sasha on Charlotte. Yeah, well, they called her back... just getting frustrated yeah. with that. They called back too to the match on Raw because of course, Charlotte doesn't use the figure four in NXT but right. she used it on Raw and lost as Natalia rolled her up. Well, they called back to it tonight when, again, Charlotte went for the figure four and Sasha countered the exact same way, but Charlotte was able to get out of it. Like, that was one thing oh, where yeah, I did the, notice the, the announcers <laughs> didn't call back to it really and should have, but that was an excellent callback uh, from uh, from these two and whoever uh, put this match together. Uh, props to Sasha for taking some chops from Charlotte as well, yep. which she, she doesn't scared. usually use. And you could. Well, you, you can tell they hurt, too, because she kept on checking her chest yeah. uh, afterwards. All right. Um, Let's... But no, just just might be the best match all year for me. My favorite match in WWE. It had possibly. a real shot. It I'll was, have, to, it was I'll a have near, to think about this. It was a near impossible task going in to uh, try to have the best match on the show, considering what that main event was going to be. And by all means, when that match was done, I thought they may have done it. I thought they could have set themselves up with the best match in the show. And I can't ask for more. I can't ask for more. The first hour and a half of this show, so excellent. It was already, before the main event went into the ring, it was already a must-rewatch show for me. I you, want NXT to be three hours on Monday now. I don't right. want <laughs> If they can do this every week, I wouldn't mind it to be three hours. I'll I'll recap that show. Uh, before we get into our main event, I want to send out some of the tweets that we're receiving. Uh, okay. The, the Frey movement on Twitter says uh, in a few messages, and everything from the Owens debut to the Owens angle at the end, it was perfect. Amazingly, absolutely perfect. That's the Frey movement on Twitter. Uh, we have some others commenting on how great the uh, Finn Balor entrance was, how great the show as a whole was. So a, a lot of positivity coming out of the show. And it shows like this that I kind of wish there wasn't a TLC pay-per-view on Sunday because I have a feeling that's going to hamper. It's going to hamper some of these positive vibes from WWE. But I feel more energy coming out of this show than I do on Survivor Series, which was a show that had a lot of energy coming out of it. Oh, I, I agree. This is this is almost WrestleMania-like energy where you're thinking, man, this product's turning around and it's going hot. And uh, yeah, I, I just, it's... I want to tell people to curb their enthusiasm, though. It's it's going <laughs> to be because we, we get yeah. 
we we get in these positions. I mean, we got in this after after arrival. We got into this after watching that Zane Cesaro two out of three falls match. That ooh, now they're going to see that Cesaro can really go. Right. Um. So just be excited. Be happy about this show. Enjoy um, it when you get but, it. But uh, but 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 temper it a bit, kids, because <laughs> because it's not going to be the norm. Not going to be the norm. We may very well see Sami Zayn losing three minutes on Tuesday to uh, Tyson Kidd, for all we know. I, you oh, enjoy, we, Take this show. Enjoy it. Hope for more. Don't expect more. Just go we're going to be it. getting a lot of S-A-W-F-T soft on the tapings, too. This was the independent wrestling fans' dream show as far as a WWE written show. You know, you know what's interesting? I got PWG tomorrow, so <laughs> beat that PWG. Yeah, I, yeah. What I thought was fun, and a lot of people noted, is uh, Drake Wirtz, Drake Younger, was the referee for Kevin Owens's debut. So I thought, I thought the placement of the referees tonight for something small that no one ever notices. I thought the placement of the referees tonight, all throughout the show, was excellent as well. Yeah, Drake Younger doing Kevin Owens's match. You had Sean Bennett. Little Nate. Little Nate again doing Charlotte's match. He's perfect <laughs> in those types of matches. Sean Bennett was excellent in this main event we're about to review. He's the head NXT official. Uh, so, I mean, just from top to bottom, presentation all over the place. Uh, we'll get into this main event, which I believe was the match of the night. Uh, this was one of the better TV matches you're going to see all year. And I think to you, because uh, we were... Doing, we're planning our WWE year end award show, which is coming up in two weeks. And we were each making our picks for the different awards match of the year, wrestler of the year. You had sent me your picks, and we may have to yes. redo our ballots because of things that happened on this show. And yes, I think this definitely. is one of the matches that kind of throws things into a uh, into shambles, if you will, because this Adrian Neville Sami Zayn title match was one for the ages. Oh, it was it was phenomenal. Um, just great storytelling, and you know, I think I I I, I called it a bit. You knew he was going to have the moral questions there. I was yeah. shocked they did it twice. I was shocked they did it twice uh, because I thought the second time, oh no, they're gonna they're gonna Sammy's gonna lose. <laughs> they they baited me. I thought for a second he was gonna lose. They were gonna change their mind, but. Uh, no, uh, just great stuff all the way around. I thought so, uh, I have really <laughs> my my question. Uh, I, it it moves Sammy up to me, mm-hmm. especially in the because when we're we're doing our voting in between the two of us, I was looking at stuff like WWE MVP and stuff like that, not including NXT necessarily. Just trying to do the main roster because that's what we mostly cover, even though we do a lot of NXT stuff. Sami Zayn may be second on, on the most valuable player in WWE this year. Yeah, we uh, will keep going with this main event on what was an excellent NXT takeover, our evolution show. Area code 630 is calling in your name and where are you calling from, sir? Uh, my name is Rich and I'm from Oak Park, Illinois. Rich from and Oak I'm a Park. big fan of the show. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> Am, I the, Am I the eighth caller? You are the eighth caller. You win the prize <laughs> of having to watch TLC nonstop oh, for 12 no, hours. No, no, no. I'm yeah. not doing the review. So. Is this Rich? I'm like, you idiots. Is this Rich from Voices, is it is, it Rich is. From Voices of Wrestling? Yay! It is. How are you doing? 
Doing great. It's the boss calling. Everybody be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching. <laughs> not, not to toot my own horn, but it seems like we run that site now. Not really, but uh, no, 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 you do, you do. <laughs> Um, we had an excellent NXT show. We were we were writing a recap for VoicesOfWrestling.com during the show, uh, and uh, I, I think we had somewhat the same views overall. But what were your overall views, Rich, on tonight's show and your thought on that main event? Yeah, well, I'll start with the main event. I mean, it, it, that it's hard to find a match that will have as much emotion as there, something that you'll get as invested in as I got in that one. I mean, I, I like I said, and I, I mentioned it on Twitter, I was jumping up and down. My dog probably thought I was an idiot because I'm running <laughs> around my my downstairs neighbors, probably wondering what the hell is going on at like nine o'clock on a on a weekday or whatever. <laughs> but but that's I mean that's what will happen with. That. I mean, when you get invested in a in a story and if the story was told well, and I thought the most interesting thing with that match to me was. <clears throat> Everything that kind of happened was all there was combat. There was callbacks to every little thing. Like the ref bump made sense because prior, you know, there'd be a ref bump and Sami Zayn wouldn't know what to do. Or you know, there was the title belt. Okay, do I, you know, do I use this or do I not? Or there was always these little things. So if you had watched for four months, if you watched NXT for four months, if you'd watched for a year, or whatever, there was everything for you. You knew what was going on. You, you kind of there was all callbacks. So it rewarded you for watching. And it's like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> like you know, it's so much different than what you get on the main roster. And it's, it's just when when that's done well. And which I thought that match was. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, there's nothing like it in pro wrestling. Continuity is a very underrated quality in the WWE. Yeah, like how, how, it's reason. not hard to do, but it's just so like, now we see it. And it's just like, Oh my God. And like, uh, Pat Patterson, I don't know if you guys caught him. He was out there after the match. And I have to imagine he had some part. In this. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, that, that just reeked of like him being like, look, let me, let, let me help you lay this match out. Cause, cause everything was, pr- I mean, th- it was, I gave it five stars. Cause I, I really do think of it as, I mean, in-ring was great. The story was great. The emotion was great. The moments were great. I mean, there's not, I can't find anything wrong with it. I can't think of a ref bump that has been done better in so long than it was done tonight because the first one was very subtle. You had, right. you had Neville pinning. You had him pinning Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn kicks out, sends Neville back, hits the ref. It was innocuous. It was, it was not so blatant to the point where you thought, okay, this could be real. You know, it brought some reality to the match. Sure. And then you have the second one, you know, calling back because obviously the ref's probably still hurting. So you call back, you give that spot for Sami Zayn to a went, whether uh, whether or not to use that belt, you know, to kind of go bad. And he still chooses not to, but gets the win anyway. Uh, you're absolutely right. There was It was wonderfully executed from all three people involved, especially Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, and, and the event as a whole, I, I mentioned in the, uh, the, the intro to the, thing I did on Voice of Wrestling, that it was really, to me, in a big way, a changing the guard event for, for NXT and for the WWE brand as well, because you look at, you know, obviously Steen, you know, Kevin Owens debuts and, and inserts himself immediately into the main event. You have, you know, Sami Zayn. I'm losing my voice, and I was by myself. That's pretty <laughs> insane. <laughs> I'm also sick. I will, I will say that, but no, that was also me yelling. But right. uh, So you have, you know, you have Steen debuting. So you have, you have a, a former ROH superstar come in. You have, you know, Pac versus, you know, Al Generico. You have, you know, Kenta and Prince Devin in there. You, you, there's just so much. It was just the influx of, of, of talent on this particular card was, was more than any of the other NXT specials. And they all won. They were all in prominent, you know, portions. They're all in prominent parts. Like, I, I really do think that we're going to look back at this event in, in years. And I, I can look stupid when they all get buried or whatever. But <laughs> either way, I'm, I'm still going to look at this one as, as a real, like, kind of watershed moment for WWE and independent wrestling and all that sort of stuff. So, And this is going to be an odd thing for me to pick up on. But even though they try and be PG and family-friendly, Zane dropping Zane dropping f bombs during the match. Oh yeah, I loved that. I don't care if they tried to mute it out or not. I thought it was a good touch. 
Yeah, did it help you get involved in it? Because it did, it did for me. I mean, that's when he was doing that. It was like, yes, because you, you know. Oh, yeah, I, I was matching. Yeah, I, w- I was matching the right. emotion. Yeah. Right, and that's that's exactly what you want out of pro wrestling is that this guy, you you legitimately, it's not just the character of Sami Zayn. You, you, you were rooting for the man to win here, and that, that's that's important. That's 2014 pro wrestling booking right there is that the crowd is behind the man. That That's all you have to do. It's not hard. Like. It, it, it's realism. It's realism of the sport right. and getting into the emotion of the sport. That's all that is. Rich, before, yeah, absolutely. It was, it was perfect. Before I let you go, Rich, I want to ask you one question. And did you watch the entire show all the way to the end, or were you making the mistake like me and turning it off during the celebration? <laughs> no, I, well, I was about to leave the room. I, I was like, because he, he was celebrating or celebrating. I was about to go to the other room and start right. working on the review or whatever and publishing it, because I like to kind of go away from the TV and just sort of focus when I do that so I can edit and do all that stuff. So I said, no, I'll stick with this for one. I, was, I looked at my phone. It was like 9.50 or 8.58 or whatever. I was like, I'll give it like another minute and see how the celebration goes. And then I see Owen's down there. And I'm like, uh-oh. Like, because I knew I was waiting for it. I knew it was going to, like, we, we had sort of predicted it or thought it was going to happen. I think everybody kind of did. So I'm like, well, I guess it's not happening, but I might as well just stay just in case. And then I was, I was like seconds away from being like, you know what? No, it's probably not going to happen now. I mean, it's been too long, but no, I, I did catch it at the end, but. That, that was uh, some, I didn't expect it to happen tonight. And we talked about this on Tuesday's shake them ropes. I, I expected something. I didn't know if they were going to go back to Neville. Cause I figured he's on his way up, but I didn't <laughs> expect it tonight. So I, you know, after a two, I think it was two minutes I watched the celebration. I'm thinking, okay, Owens came in there. He did the hug. Everyone else was raising right. him up. I commented it was Sting versus Hogan. It was Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. You know, all the baby faces are cheering on this guy, even the heels in the company. I, I turned it off. I didn't even just walk away. I turned it off thinking that no, was the end. No, you right to do that. You, you absolutely were. Because, I mean, I, I, I thought once he came in there and hugged him, I was like, oh, okay, well, that that probably not going to happen anymore. And then it kind of it lasted a little bit longer. And I was like, eh, I don't know, but like he hugged them. So like, it's all good. Right. Like I was surprised. I, I'm surprised. You're probably not alone. I'd be interested to see how many people kind of joined you and, and sort of walked away or did something else because yeah, when they lift them up and all that, I mean, that, that's not when you expect it to happen is after that. Like no, there's, you know, so th- that was, it was, it was weird. It, yeah. it was different, but I, I like I've it. been there before. There's going to be a lot of people tomorrow who may have gone to sleep or done something else after the show. They're going to wake up tomorrow <laughs> seeing what? Kevin what Steen happened? turned heel. When would this have happened? <laughs> yeah. Or they'll just lie. Yeah. Yeah. No, I watched it. Oh yeah. I saw it. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't turn away. I'm not crazy. Come on, Rich. I, I want to thank you for calling in and uh, thank you for having Wait, us a part no, of, thank uh, you guys. of voice. This is a great show. I can't, wait to, I can't wait to listen in the morning. So thank you guys. Rich, Rich I'm asking everybody this, it seems. So uh, Charlotte, Natty or Charlotte Sasha, which was better? Ooh, man, that is tough. Wow, I would really have to watch them both, kind of back to back, out of context. Okay. First thought would, yeah, I mean the first, I thought Charlotte looked better here, but I thought Sasha was better than Natty in the first match. If that makes sense, I don't know as, yes. as far as match match to match, but yeah, I think that's what I would. Man, that's tough. Because like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one, Rich. We're on next week's show because we're doing the uh, we're counting down the top 100 matches to see on the network from WWE.com's yeah. list next week. So in a matter of five days or so, number 96 on the list is in fact Charlotte Natalia from earlier this year on Takeover. Oh wow, okay, perfect. So we'll actually get to uh, go over the perspective from this match to that one and talk about it in a timely manner. So that uh, that list kind of worked out in our favor this time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a few days, Jeff, and then let me, uh, I'll rewatch them and I'll give you my opinion on that. Because right now it's just too hard. Like right now I would probably yeah. say Sasha Charlotte, but I, I'd like to kind of sit down a little bit because I'm just, you know, I'm outside walking my dog because I was too excited to go to sleep. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm right. sick and I need sleep, yes. but now I'm just walking around like an idiot around 
streets Adre- of the park walking my dog yelling <laughs> because right now this is the greatest show that has ever been everything that has recently happened is the greatest thing to have ever happened this is christmas morning for wrestling fans i'm it loving is. this it really is though it's like so invested yeah i mean there's just so much you were rewarded so much there with especially like one of the the, the parts i just loved at the beginning was um, they showed the backstage segment with Sammy Zane. I know you're trying to get rid of me, and I'll leave here in a second. <laughs> I really do need to go. But there was the section where, uh, you know, Zane's in the back, you know, he's backstage or whatever, and then you see Kevin Owens sort of in the background, and they just kind of look at each other. And they don't have to have JBL go, ah, you know, they used to be tag team partners, rah, rah, rah. I mean, like, you don't need all that. Let the people that know know, and then let the other people go, hmm, I wonder why they kind of look like that. You know what I mean? It's not like, don't, you know what they hit us over the head with? We're not idiots. We're, we're really, some of us are kind of smart. So yes. like, and let, Kevin Steen, because the whole story between those two, as far as WWE TV goes, was Kevin Steen's promo, Kevin Owens' promo, leading up to his debut telling that story. Let the wrestlers Mm -hmm. tell that story. Exactly. All right, Rich. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. No, thank you, guys. Take care. All righty. Rich Kreich from uh, Voices of Wrestling and the Voices of Wrestling podcast calling in to uh, go over the main event, which was just an outstanding match. Um, Match of the night. I think we both agree on that fact. Oh, Definitely. I uh, I can't wait to see. I, they're doing it. They're doing Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They're giving us what I think everyone asked for. They're giving it to us sooner than I think everyone asked for. And uh, Is it too soon? Um, Is it too soon? Because they haven't built up Owens as, I mean, to to us, to to the, the lay fan, if you will. If you will. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, know if it's... it's too, is it too soon to throw them up, up, up top? It's interesting because, I mean, yeah, you're given Owens upon his debut the immediate push. But at the same time, on the other end, I will say now that you have Finn Balor, Hideo Itami, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens, those are your four top stars right now, along with Charlotte and Sasha Banks. You have a lot of talent on top. And I think anyone watching this show, it's the talent that most people watching want on top. Yeah, and it's a it's a nice problem to have if you need to cool off Kevin Owens after sending him after the belt. If he's not going to take the belt and you're not going to bring him up to the roster, he has guys on his level of talent he can work with. Well, if the next it's takeover, a nice problem to have. Let me if the next takeover happens when I think it's going to happen, um, and we'll get that. Let's see. Today is the eleventh, so they're going to take four weeks of TV mm-hmm. tomorrow. For the 18th through the 8th of January. And then we go into January and they have 15, 22, 29, 5. If the next takeover special is February 12th, that will be the night that I think Kevin's, Kevin Owens wins the title. Because I think after WrestleMania, Sami Zayn isn't here anymore. So you had to go to this story because okay. Sami Zayn's not going to be there come April, I don't think. So give it, give it to us that's, right now. That, that's a quick run, but I can see that. It also could be I mean, later Sammy on. I mean, Sami Zayn is so good. I mean, he's so good at everything right now that they want. They want someone who can tell an emotional story in right. the ring. There's no reason to keep him keep him on NXT much longer. They could also do it March 12th if they uh, if they do some other tapings outside of that. They could also do it in March, but I I just got to figure they're not going to do it so close to WrestleMania. So I don't know when that might be, but uh, yeah, we could see another NXT special before WrestleMania, and I think that would be your main event is Kevin Owens against uh, Sami Zayn. So if the plan is to have Sami Zayn on the main roster by WrestleMania or after, 
you kind of have to do this now. So I'm thankful they are. I'm thankful they're giving it to us and not, you know, we're never going to see it type of thing. You know, make the people try to wait until WWE when there's so much uncertainty there. I uh, I like that they're going in this direction. I think it signals the end for Neville and NXT. I think the Ascension's gone. I think, uh, you know, obviously Charlotte's going to be sticking around for a while, but you're going to have a whole new crop on top for NXT. It's refreshing. There's a lot of new names there. 2015's looking to be really good for NXT. Yeah, I think they're going to hotshot Balor after that entrance, too. I think he's on to big and be- better things, too. I don't know quite yet right now if they're going to do the single stuff Not with them. Yet. But uh, but yeah, there there's a lot of good stuff to take away from this show. Final thoughts on NXT and anything uh, that you want to mention for TLC before we go? Uh, I want to congratulate super fan and fan of Shake Them Ropes, Rovert, on getting a shout out. On the show tonight. Did you see that? I saw the sign. Rovert saw this sign two weeks ago. <laughs> or he knew about this sign two weeks oh. ago. Although I will say Robert, too. Rovert broke the Robert broke the IWC on that <laughs> mention. Do you know that Shake Them Ropes was prevalent in the crowd at NXT tonight as well? Was it? It was. So stemming from my last trip to Florida for the NXT TV tapings. Remember we talked about on the episode after on our show that that crowd was the dirt worst in their crowd chanting and so forth. Was that the sign before that about a bunch of jerks on a podcast making fun? (laughs) We had in a, I think it was about maybe 10 to 12 people in the crowd were wearing their little, uh, they have the subsection of people. They call themselves wrestling central. These are the pe- okay. these were part of the crowd that I considered the dirt worst and how they wanted to keep making chants that were not entirely hilarious or worthwhile the fourth and fifth times they did them on the back of their shirt in our honor they printed the dirt worst <laughs> They are embracing in it. your honor you're you're the one making friends in, here. in my honor <laughs> I think I think we're cool with some of the people in their crowd, but uh, I thought that was pretty cool. They had in their on their shirts the dirt worst in memory and in honor of Shake Them Ropes and us bashing them on one of our previous shows. So that was pretty cool. So Rovert had one I sign. Want- we had ten shirts. Yeah. Oh, don't! I thought it was cute. That's all. Um, God, I want this every week. Why yeah. can't Why can't this be wrestling every week? Uh, or every other week or once every a month, month. <laughs> every month, <laughs> every month, please. Every month. Um, it's just, it's just straight ahead. Emotional sport. You will be booking. at pro wrestling gorilla it. tomorrow. Pro wrestling yes, gorilla tomorrow yeah. live in Reseda, California, along with three of the four horsewomen. Really? Uh, everyone, but Rhonda appears to be on their way. And you may even see Rhonda Rousey there tomorrow night. Oh, she was at Untitled too. So yeah, yeah, but she's got a fight coming up. I don't know if she's going to be, uh, you know, hitting up the pro wrestling shows. But you never know. Um, I will be. And at, I don't know if they're going to be. I don't know if they're going to be in the crowd or if they're going to be backstage either. So you never know. I will be at TLC on Sunday, so we will have TLC Fallout. We will have Fallout from the NXT TV tapings. We will have Fallout from Raw, the return of Brock Lesnar, and our thoughts on our live experiences of this show. Plus, oh yeah, plus our review of Natalia versus Charlotte in our series of uh, top 100 matches. So Tuesday's show is going to be jam packed with stuff. 
we may go as long as the voices of wrestling guys, like three and a half hours. Yeah, I, I don't know if I necessarily want to. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't what, know if you don't like something. talking to me, Rob? Is that it? Is um, that it? Okay. No. I'm tired just... of getting beaten picks games? Three, I'm tired. Slam I got around. beat tonight. <laughs> I believe you went four and one. I went three and two. So uh, you continue your, to build your lead on me. And the worst part is, I don't, we were only. I don't take it seriously. Right. We differed, we differed in only one match at TLC. So even if I get that one match right, I will still be behind you. You're, you're, you're the star of this show, Rob. I'm just this witty sidekick. Right. I, I need to win. <laughs> I got to fix this Let's somehow. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening live at ShakeThemRopes.com uh, for our live NXT post show. We will be back Tuesday night with all of the stuff we just mentioned. Catch us on Twitter at CrapGame13 is Jeff, at Let's Say Things, and at ShakeThemRopes is me and this show. Uh, for those who uh, were not listening live and are listening at VoicesOfWrestling.com, we thank you for joining us. Catch us on our next live show, which at this rate might be after the Royal Rumble as we plan ahead, but we'll see what happens uh, you know, that's a month and a half away. Who knows what'll happen, right? Um, but uh, for Rob McCarran, this has been a great night. I hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye. Sasha Banks is the best. The best. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.